Hey, Bourbon Real Talk, why don't you come on in? You see all these wonderful bottles? You wanna get access to stuff like this? Well, we've got some very exciting news, so stick around. Hey there, Bourbon Real Talk. We're here with Brett Kolomijek and Dwayne Poor, and we have some very exciting information for you. We are sipping on some 2016 William LaRue Weller. And if you want to know how to get access to this level of bottle, you're gonna to wanna to stick around and watch this video because you guys have a very exciting new project going. Thank you. So uh, Brett, tell us what the name of it is. Yeah, so the name of the project is called Bourbon Heads. Um, it is the world's first NFT bourbon membership. Um, so there's two pieces of it. One, we are attempting to build the largest shared bourbon collection in the world, okay. fractionally owned by NFT holders. Uh, the other piece of it is very community and experience driven. So uh, your NFT token gets you access to some of the world's most exclusive and high-end experiences in kind of the bourbon community. That's amazing. So for those people out there that don't know, can you briefly explain to them what is an NFT? Yeah, so I mean, an NFT can kind of be a lot of things. Um, in the world today, the most highly adopted use of an NFT is for pure art. Um, but really at its core, what an NFT is, is validated membership. So mm -hmm. it's a token where you can validate who owns something and it represents, um, could be membership, could be ownership in a piece of art. It could really be anything for our use case. Um, think of Bourbon Heads as a country club mm -hmm. and the NFT is your membership card. Gotcha. So that's one thing that I, I think <clears throat> society right now there has been some negativity around NFTs because you see people investing large sums of money in an NFT that is attached to some piece of art that a small child could have created. And for whatever reason, people see value in it and then the value fluctuates. That's right? what's gonna be great about this is there's gonna be a buy-in price, of course, and you buy the NFT, mm -hmm. but it's gonna have an asset base. We're gonna put together over a 10 year period, a $20 million bourbon collection and each member will be a fractional owner. If you have an NFT and possess it, you're a fractional owner. So let's say you spend a Ethereum and a half or two Ethereum to buy the NFT. Mm -hmm. The club will always buy it back for one 5,000. There's gonna be 5,000 tokens and that's it. Mm -hmm. The club will always buy it back for one 5,000th of the value of the bourbon collection. Mm -hmm. And bourbon and, and Scotch whiskey in general, all whiskeys across the board, are going up at a rate of 54% a year. It's been 54 to 58% over the last 12 years. Right. So it's a it's a collection we're putting together that's <clears throat> gonna continue to go up in value. So it won't just be worth the price of an Ethereum or the price of whatever someone's willing to pay. If you wanna sell your NFT back to the club at any given time, you'll get one 5,000th of the value of the whiskey collection on that given day. Not just what we paid for it, but the value of it. So to kind of break it down to its simplest core. There's going to be a buy-in price to join this basically bourbon country club. And over time, this exclusive club is going to grow what is likely going to be the largest bourbon collection in the world. And where is all of this going to be housed? How would a member get access to these bottles? Part of our roadmap and where the collection will be stored is we are actually procuring land in Kentucky along the Bourbon Trail. So mm -hmm. the collection will be available for members at any time that they wanna go view and see the collection. Um, and as we amass this collection over time, it will also be made available to the public. So people who are traveling to Kentucky 
to visit the different distilleries along the Bourbon Trail. They will also be able to buy a ticket and come in and tour the visitor center and what we're calling the Bourbon Heads Clubhouse, which will be kind of where everything is stored. Wow. How, how big is this facility planned to be? Yeah, so our plan is for in the 100 to 150 acre range of land that we're looking out at out in Kentucky. Um, we've got some awesome partnership opportunities with major distilleries that are interested in what we're doing. Um, so we're kind of in the strategic forming phases of what that will look like, but that's sort of going to be ground zero of you know where the Bourbon Heads community clubhouse lives and is in the collection. Um, there will be a tasting room out there and a lot of other cool things for members to take advantage of. Now, members aren't only going to have access at this one location in um, in Kentucky, right? Uh, there's going to be locations across the country? Absolutely. We're looking at um, speakeasies, mm -hmm. real bars that you can go to that will have a private area that if you have an NFT and you're a holder, you show your NFT or scan your NFT and you get into a private room. You'll be able to taste William LaRue Weller at retail at five to eight dollars an ounce available only to our members only to our nft holders right we're going to uh probably have the first couple of those speakeasies in in kentucky and in oklahoma where we're based out of mm -hmm. but then as we sell the nfts we're going to look at the density so if you and your buddies in dallas are all get interested and you want to put together a big group of guys everybody buys an nft and that density says hey eight percent of our our entire nft holders are in Dallas, then that's the first place we're going to look at to put the next speakeasy based on the density of the holder. So it's in the area where most of the people are that can take advantage of of going to the speakeasy and getting to share in those volumes. Right. So the next question that I have, because you've got the main location plan that's going to be in Kentucky, and you've got these different locations that'll be open up around the country. What's the time frame expected from the point that somebody buys an NFT before there's going to be an actual membership location for them to visit? For our plans, what we plan to go and execute after the NFT sells out is within 12 to 18 months of the NFT selling out and going on sale, we will open our first three to five member easy locations. Mm -hmm. um, so if, when you look at the artwork of the Bourbon Heads, if you go on our websites, bourbonheads.com, you can kind of see what the NFTs actually look like. And we're really playing off of the 1920s kind of speakeasy underground whiskey culture. Um, and so these speakeasies and tasting rooms that we're opening up are a big part of the member experience. And that kind of lends itself to the like, if you know, you know, culture, mm -hmm. which is represented by the NFT token. And so uh, within the 18 months of selling the NFT, we'll open up those first three to five locations. As Dwayne mentioned, they'll be largely based upon member density. So where we can reach the most members with our community and with our locations, um, we'll go and open those up and, and we'll let members know where those are at. So there's a scenario where somebody comes in, they go to your website, they like what you have to say, they're in. They may not get member benefits for the first 12 to 18 months, right? There's going to be an initial cost to buying in and what is, is you all's goal? Because I understand that you're going to be selling these through cryptocurrency, through Ethereum, right? Mm -hmm. But Ethereum's value fluctuates. So what are you guys looking to raise in value with the Ethereum uh, per NFT? So right now we have a, a pre-sale. You can sign up and get on the list to purchase an NFT. Somewhere in the next 60 to 90 days when we have that list gathered, we will actually start selling uh, the NFTs. 
we're looking at about $2,500 per NFT. Mm -hmm. So it might be one Ethereum, it might be three Ethereum, it might be 1.25 Ethereum, but we based on Ethereum. And the really cool thing is, if you already have a wallet and you already have Ethereum, you can go on and purchase it. Mm -hmm. If you don't, on our website, you can go on and click a button, put your credit card information in, and we have a program that'll do all that for you. They'll set you up a wallet, they'll send it to you by email, and you'll have your NFT right there on your phone. So you can access all of our clubhouses and all the memberships. That's pretty awesome because the one time I tried to buy something with cryptocurrency, it was like a two week long process for me to get my wallet set up and yeah. all of that stuff. It's yeah, this, this is gonna be easy because it's uh, there, there's a new program out there. You just tell them what you want, you click on it, it just does it for you. So what's the ongoing cost for a member to be able to go in and participate in these different locations? Yeah, so it'll vary depending on what the experience is. So for example, the speakeasies that we're talking about, the, the promise to members is that the NFT gets you access to the speakeasy. We'll never let somebody who's not a part of the community in um, and a verified NFT holder in. Once you're in the speakeasies, what our promise to you is that you can drink any bottle in there at MSRP. Gotcha. So we will we'll price according to, you know, value that you really couldn't get anywhere else. If you're gonna drink a William LaRue Weller, it's gonna be $5 an ounce, because that's MSRP. If you're gonna drink Michter's 25, it's gonna be $30 an ounce, because that's MSRP. So really our goal is to say, how can we provide experiences to our members and access to rare bottles that they maybe couldn't get other elsewhere if they weren't part of the club? So what about ongoing membership costs? Are there going to be dues or anything like that? So there will be certain events that are ticketed for an additional cost. Uh, when members get into the speakeasy though, they will be able to drink bottles at MSRP. Um, whatever the retail price of the bottle is, that's how we'll sell it to our members in the speakeasies. As far as ongoing costs, there are no like maintenance or subscription or membership fees. It's just that initial cost of purchasing the NFT. So as the average Joe, I mean, you're talking about in perpetuity, having all of these locations. I think at one point you told me that they're, you're planning to have what, 20? or so locations across the country. 20 to 25 locations. Plus the large location in Kentucky. In addition to that, pop-ups. Say we're gonna show up in your town today and we're gonna open a bottle of this, first 25 people to sign up and it's free. Right. Uh, we're doing a golf tournament, you're gonna have to pay something extra. Of course, you gotta pay the green fees and all that, but the whiskey that we're gonna provide that. Right. We're gonna do different events. This is about the, the membership and the camaraderie of people that love bourbon. We wanna put them together across the country. We wanna all get together and share bottles and have a great time together. So no, there's no extra fees unless we're doing something extra special. Right. And our goal is to have a big bourbon head club beating every year, have a little mini concert. Typically it's gonna be in Louisville, but we've had the conversation and we'd like to do it, you know, on the East Coast, on the West Coast, South and North. We wanna give everyone an opportunity to come and be a part of this community that we're trying to build. And the NFT is just your membership application. Right. So the one big question that I had whenever we started to talk about this is you're going to have 25 locations that have monthly rent costs. There's going to be a licensed bartender at every location that's doing the pours and all this stuff. All of that stuff costs money. So if you're only raising money up front, what would you say to somebody that goes, I'm afraid to spend $2,500 to, to buy this because it, how is it sustainable? So tell the people, how is it sustainable? Yes, that's a great question. And that's actually, I mean, part of the reason why we chose the NFT technology to build this club on top of. Um, so every time an NFT is sold or transacted on the blockchain, the original creators get a 10% royalty on the exchange of that NFT. Mm -hmm. So say you buy an NFT tomorrow for 2,500 bucks, 
it sells out and there's this whole list of other people that want to get into the club. So you decide to sell your NFT and now it's worth $3,000 because the supply and demand is higher. Mm -hmm. The club actually gets a $300 royalty off of you selling that NFT to the next existing member. And so what our promise to members is, is that all those royalties, 100% of those royalties from the NFT transaction get reinvested back into the club in the form of building the collection and access or increasing access and membership perks. Well, that covers the maintenance of the bottles that are available. Mm -hmm. What about the locations and things like that? How, how are we going to so mention that? That is why our speakeasies typically around the country will be a part of another organization. We'll go into a city and either open a bar or buy an existing bar that'll be open to the public. The public comes in, they support it. They're, everyone gets to be there except there'll be a private area just for the NFT holders to come in and drink those special bottles, those rare bottles of MSRP that won't be that way in the bar. So every speakeasy in general will be attached to some restaurant, some bar, some place that you got to know the know the way in the back door and have an NFT to get in there to, to join that speakeasy. So we'll have sustainable restaurants and bars around the country that actually produce income month after month after month. And so these other businesses are actually going to pay the long-term maintenance cost for the people who are smart enough to get on in on this early and be a member for life, there are going to be profitable businesses that are functional and taking care of the cost of your access for the rest of your life. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it is. And there's, there's another side to it even. Let's say you live in Oklahoma and there's a pop-up gonna happen in New York City. Mm -hmm. I'm in Oklahoma, I can't get to New York City for the pop-up. On our website, you'll be able to VRBO or lease your NFT to someone else for 24 hours. So you can charge them $100 to go to this event and they'll use your NFT and it goes right back in your wallet 24 hours later. Mm. So you can actually make money on your NFT along the way. So we're gonna be sustainable. We're gonna be around the country. You're gonna purchase something that you get a value for, a membership for and you have a way to make money off of it if you're not gonna be able to attend the events. And not everyone can attend every event. Sure. And so it, it's a great way to take that little something you have, and if you can make $100 on it five or six or seven times, now you're reducing your overall cost. That makes sense. And Randall, one really, th really cool thing, we can't necessarily share a bunch of specifics, but some of the best whiskey bars in the country have already reached out saying, hey, we wanna have one of your speakeasies at our location. How can we make that partnership happen? So just from a sustainability standpoint, there's already a lot of cool things in the works that are gonna help kind of expand the footprint. And on another side of it, uh, we both have long-term relationships with, with distilleries and, and friends in the industry. And we're gonna reach out to do, to do private barrels for mm -hmm. our members. And you know we'll have a waiting list, you pay up front and, and you'll get a single uh, barrel whiskey, a bottle out of each barrel. And we'll do it enough so that each member will always have an opportunity to get a bottle out of one of the barrels. And so really cool if you get a single bottle out of a single barrel and it'll all be based on Bourbon Head's uh, connections with with our friends in the industry all right guys i'm sold i definitely am going to get at least two nfts one for me one for my wife or for one of my whiskey friends if i want to bring them into one of these locations if somebody else is in the same situation i am and they're bought in they want to do it where do they go what do they do so right now you can go to bourbonheads.com and on bourbonheads.com we have a waiting list you can sign up on the waiting list and get in line to purchase an NFT 
sometime in the next 60 to 90 days we will have the sale and have a set price so you'll know that and if you're on the list then you have the opportunity maybe to pick an nft for a bottle that you might really want each of our characters are different and each of them have a different bottle and based upon where you're at in line on the wait list that's when you get let in to select your specific nft so everyone will get their choice of which bourbon heads character they want to buy um, but the higher up on the list you are the more likely you are to score a bourbon head that's holding a rare bottle or your favorite bottle of bourbon or whatever that might be if i go on the waiting list and then i encourage all of you at home to go get on the waiting list will that help me move up so i get a better bottle absolutely okay Great. all right uh, how do people let you all know who referred them? Is there... So on our website, when you sign up, it tracks who's referring who. So you share your unique link, you join the wait list, and it says, hey, here's how you invite your friends. And so our, our site is tracking who's inviting the most people, and it will tell you how many more people you need to invite to move up in line. So awesome. it's a whole referral system um, that does it all. And yeah, the sooner you get on the wait list, the sooner that you get to pick your bourbon head um, and which bottle your character's holding. Awesome. So it sounds like there's going to be a link below in the description and you guys who are interested need to go click on it and join the waiting list. So anything else we need to cover? This great whiskey. It Cheers. sure is. Cheers. Thanks for having us. Cheers. A whiskey troll is a person who seeks negative attention and uses contrarian attitudes to derail civil discussion in online forums. They communicate in ways they never would face-to-face -face because they're keyboard warriors. Their only goal is to make other people feel inferior. Hey guys, I'm new here. I just got my first Blanton's. And trust me, you probably paid way too much. I don't care much about the Blanton's, but nice <laughs> There's no way that she didn't buy that at secondary, idiot. Oh, I know how you got that bottle. So, are you sick and tired of the whiskey trolls running your fun online? Well, that's why we started Bourbon Real Talk Community. Congratulations. Let me know what you think when you open it up. Hey, welcome to the group. Let me send you over a sample of Blanton's Gold and straight from the barrel. See how you like those. I remember back to my first bottle of Blanton's. It was the birthday to my son, and we enjoy it every year on his birthday. Congrats. So if you're looking to connect with some people online who aren't head over to facebook.com and join Bourbon Real Talk community today.